welcome to my channel. Thanks for, for checking all the playlists out down below and see what resonates with you. So there are a couple options. Well, it's about that time. We are doing an early broadcast of Ready, Set, Real Estate. I am so happy to say we are going to continue our episode on condos. We, you know, I touched on some stuff, but before I jump into that, I would definitely want to come in and do some announcements. Announcements, announcements, announcements. All right. For those of you who are new to me, say hi, say hello. Welcome. My name is Lisa Porto, your host and creator of Ready, Set, Real Estate. Here's a very quick story about Ready, Set, Real Estate. We started off as a radio podcast, TV show, Facebook show, YouTube show, and we have expanded to now industry trainings and general education webinars, excuse me, real estate education webinar, webinars and workshops and events for the general population. So what does that mean? What am I saying? What are you saying, Lisa? What are you saying? What I'm saying is that we have grown. We have grown. We have grown. I'm super excited about that. We have grown. I am toggling with my views right now. I'm doing a early broadcast today because I have a meeting this afternoon that's going to kind of take me uh, away from the office, away from my desktop, and I just want to make sure that we get in today's show. So tomorrow, tomorrow, oh, hold on. Let me shout out some love. Shout out to our radio podcast listeners who are tuning in on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor Breaker, CastBox, on and on and on for those of you who are tuning into the show. Make sure you are subscribing at ready keyword ready set real estate keyword ready set real estate. That way you don't miss any episodes. If I so happen to do any presentations that are video or online, you definitely must subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/lasuperagent. YouTube.com/lasuperagent. I've been getting emails about the last episode where I talked about a little bit. Uh, I talked about title and recording and estate planning, I touched on a little bit. And so for those of you who are asking for that information, it's available on the YouTube, the video where I was going over the different types of ways you can take title. Full disclaimer, Lisa is not an attorney, right? And I'm not an estate planning attorney. I am a real estate professional, specifically a broker, licensed here in the state of California. And so I do do general education, real estate education, nationally and worldwide, wherever our our worldwide web takes us. So, okay, so I have that out the way, announcements, ooh, events, events. So we do have the Facebook for Newbies events. This is our industry professional training. Uh, for those of you who are a real estate industry professional in the greater Los Angeles area, come on out and hang with me on Thursday. Come hang with your girl on Thursday. That's tomorrow, February 6th at 10 a.m. Register on Eventbrite. If you have never attended any of my events or workshops, the first one is on me because I want you to come back. You may not know what my teaching style is because you know how some people um, are educators and trainers and teachers, but you, you know, you 
they know their stuff, but sometimes the message may not resonate with you just because of the style of that particular person. So I want to give you an opportunity to just come see my style, check my style out, which is pretty much how I am online as I am offline. So come check your girl out. The first one's on me. The first workshop is on me. It, I do two to three trainings per month, anywhere from $25 per to $45 per event. Now, if you really just want to gain access to all that I offer, just join the Ready, Set, Real Estate Club for just $27 a month, okay? $27 a month, and guess what? You get some cool perks, like you have choice of the Ready, Set, Real Estate Club. Woohoo! So members get to sign up, and when you sign up, you have, an, you have choice of the cup or, of, cup of, of course, the Ready, Set, Real Estate custom hats, right? Okay, cool. So announcements are in. Uh, let's see what else is happening. Okay, cool. Oh, and we do have a webinar coming up. For loyal supporters, those of you who are not, again, remember I said general education, I just said real estate education for general population. We have a great lineup in terms of our webinar. Great, great lineup. Let me see if I can pull that up. Uh, meanwhile, uh, and I'll let you guys get settled. Please press one if you uh, have shared the video. If you can, because I know it's probably like the lunch hour and some of you may be watching from work, not sure what the scenarios are, situations. I just want to give you an opportunity to get settled in, take some notes and pass the word along that we'll be talking about condos today. It looks like it may have been news for some of you and even for some of the industry professionals that attended the training. Uh, it looks like it was news for some of them as well that you can purchase condos now using FHA insured loans. You can now purchase condos using FHA insured loans. So we're going to touch on that a bit today. Just a snippet. Let me see. Um, all right. So it's going to be too much for me to find the schedule right now. And I don't want to use it the live stream time trying to find a schedule. I will post it on the page it's already on the page la super agent and ready set real estate so if you want to join as a loyal supporter for just 10 bucks a month it gives you exclusive access to all the real estate educational um goodies discounts and merch and so much more that we have lined up so that's my way of saying thank you thank you thank you and for those of you who want to take learning from me another step level outside of the show you can join as a loyal supporter now these definitely, if you are already a law supporter and you got locked in at $5 per month, that's going to be the lifetime um, of our subscription. For those of you who are signing up at $10, you'll get grandfathered in and so forth. So as the price goes up, don't worry, get locked in. And that way you don't have to deal with any increases. Not going to happen. All right. And that's because somebody was like, you're giving all this information away for five bucks. They're like, I need you to raise the price up. And yeah, so in December we raised it. And we went up to $10 for loyal supporters. And uh, we went up to $27 for industry professionals, uh, for club members. It happens. It happens, you know. Um, all right. So we bring it down a little bit. Okay, cool. Okay, good stuff today. I've got some good stuff today for you, as I feel like I do all the time. And we are going to be discussing condos, condos and HOAs. This is HOAs part two, condos, HOAs part two. And 
today you need to know that condos are an option you know especially when you look at a demographic that uh, depending where you are there could be a shortage of housing and so you see a lot of condominiums that are being built up and they are designed to cater to a, a particular population which is typically first-time home buyers that first-time home buyer uh, before you have you could only use fha for condo um, approved uh, hoas so let me say that again you could only use and let's talk about fha insured loans which most of you know that or understand that as first-time home buyer loans which you can purchase using three and a half percent down 3.5 percent down three and a half percent down and typically that would that would literally um, leave you a very small pool of homes or I say condos to choose from because not H not all HOAs were FHA approved so the HOA homeowners associations is the entity organization that oversees the management of the condo um, community condominiums uh, you are a co-op owner to that community which means you have shared of costs and so forth and that's why we are now part two today because i touched on hoa dues and i touched on what happens when you default on your hoa dues right and i won't cover that today go back and check out episode um nine i think it was episode nine or eight that's why I said subscribe, that way we can continue. But I wanted to come on as promised and talk about it because I said I would, all right? I said I would and I wanted to make sure we are discussing it. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about is this thing we call the assessments. So I mentioned co-op owners in condominiums and HOA communities, you as an owner share responsibility with other owners of that HOA community that includes new roof let's say now you guys need a new roof you and this block of our block of homes on this level right need a new roof the, the roof needs to be replaced which is why it's very important to ask when you are investing into a condo uh to ask the question so when was the last time an assessment was issued when you know roof was replaced um, the exterior done, a termite done, because those are things that are passed through. Those are passed through the homeowners of the HOA community. So uh, things like roof, that bill gets passed through as a one-time assessment. And so you'll see an increase on your, H on your HOA invoice or billing for the roof needing replaced. So of course, if you're walking in to a new HOA community and you have minimal expenses, remember that HOA is paid in addition to your mortgage, in addition to your property taxes, in addition to your homeowner's insurance. Um, it'd be great if somebody was tuning in and write these things down. So while I talk, but um, we're talking about four items right now that make up your mortgage payment. That is your principal interest, your taxes, your property, um, home, your property owner's insurance, and your PMI or MIP, depending if you are going conventional loan or FHA insured loan, which is a risk premium 
for putting less than 20% down. That is a risk premium. So you have these four items that make up your mortgage payment, your monthly mortgage payment. But in addition to that, if you are investing into a condo, you have an HOA due that gets added. So that is paid and billed separately um, from the HOA and you can either pay online or pay by check and pay that directly to the HOA community. Now, this is why it was important for me to discuss what happens if you are you fall behind on your HOA dues. Check out the past episode because I really dropped some game and some just really some very useful information when it comes to what happens when you are past due on the HOA. And this is why you sometimes see that trickle effect that if you as a homeowner of a condo fall behind, you and maybe some other, your neighbor falls behind and maybe the neighbor across the hall falls behind. What do you think is happening? Deferred maintenance. The condominium or the HOA community does not have sufficient funds for upkeep and maintenance, upkeep and um, necessary repairs, especially those um, what we call capital expenditures. Those are big ticket costs such as roof items, right, and foundation and, uh, you know, just other items that gets included in that. So very important to ask the questions when you're purchasing a condo in terms of seeing the books. You have right to see and know the status of that HOA. And that's a, usually a big thing when you're utilizing the FHA insured loans. The HOA could not be in default status. Like, you know, there there's a percentage of the homeowners that could not be in default status. That means, yeah, you have some people that are past due, not paying. And so there is a certain requirement that will that would make that HOA community or yes, complex eligible for that type of financing in this specific scenario. Um, on this episode, we're talking about FHA insured loans. So now what has happened going forward is that you now no longer need to look at a condo that is um, FHA approved. So what does that do? That opens you up as an FHA insured borrower or someone who is purchasing using the FHA insured loan as a first time home buyer, that now opens you up to condos. And condos really need to, um, should be considered, I'm not gonna say need to, you don't have to do anything, you don't have to do anything, okay? But condos should be considered as a entry, right, as an entry level. Because if you, for the purchase price of where you're um, pre-approved at, your purchasing power may only limit you to a certain pool of homes in a certain price range, maybe in a certain location, which is why maybe single family may not be an option, right? A single family home may not be an option, but you may consider getting a condo. And I also talked about possibly considering condos for those of you who have children, right? And are attending universities and pay attention to where developments are happening and um, some of those like near HBCUs and some of the universities that are getting overhauled. Uh, look at those surrounding areas that have condos being developed. And if you have a student child that is up and coming and is going to be moving away, maybe you might want to considering purchasing a condo for that uh, for your child that they can use to rent out 
um, uh, you can collect from them a portion for uh, from them and you can collect a portion from roommates that will ultimately live and rent in that property for the next four to five years as they they complete their academic uh, career at that respective college or university. So some things to keep in mind. Uh, what else did I want to touch on? And I'm just going to drop this in here. I know I'm speaking about condos, uh, but Another thing that can also help your purchasing power is you also may want to consider income property, so duplex. Um, the duplex can help you qualify for more property. Why? Because the the rent from the second unit, and some of you know this is house hacking, right? The rent from the second unit can allow you, they, they use that as your income to qualify for a higher purchasing price um, on that property. So some things to think about, okay, in terms of if you feel limited, you feel like you're limited in your options, your purchasing power, your financing, I would definitely consider condos. Condos definitely um, also have this thing called CCNRs, which are known as covenants, conditions, and restrictions. That's what got me on the topic of condos and HOAs is because I was discussing uh, title and recording and CCNRs and someone had dropped a comment and said, what are CCNRs? Well, they come with certain communities in terms of sometimes um, the, one common requirement, especially with HOAs and developments, is restricting any changes to the exterior, right? Because they want it all to look uniform. They, the uniformity and the design is what is very critical and important to these communities. So you can't move into a condo unit and um, paint the exterior of your end unit. And now you stand out from the rest of the unit, not going to happen. Uh, sometimes they have restrictions in terms of a barbecue, having a barbecue pit, like how close or not can you do it in maybe the patio area that you may have attached to your unit. Um, they sometimes don't want that. They want you to use the community area uh, that has maybe the park or the bench where you can do that. Sometimes there's restrictions around parking and guest parking. There's restrict. There's more restrictions, and sometimes it's very. It's a very thick packet of like um, about an inch thick of restrictions that you need to learn more about. So definitely wanted to just come on here today's episode and continue our discussion on condos and HOAs part two because we touched on it and there was just a little bit more I wanted to recap and let you guys know that um, there's more to condos and HOAs uh, than the eye poses and that you should be considering and asking those important questions in terms of understanding what you are getting yourself involved in, especially when it comes to HOAs. Uh, we talked about as well from the financing perspective, the importance of being able to qualify. So qualifying for an HOA, factoring in, excuse me, qualifying for a condo with factoring the monthly HOA dues. Because you may be pre-approved for a certain dollar amount, which gets you to a certain mortgage amount, but that number can completely change when you factor in the monthly HOA dues. So it's a very important that if you may have been qualified for 100,000, for example, um, and that's for a single family, when you factor, eight, factor in the monthly HOA dues, you may end up qualifying for 90,000 versus 100,000 in a single family property. 
you may end up qualifying for a hundred and ninety thousand. So you see how that changes because they have to factor in what the HOA monthly dues are when you are considering purchasing a condo. All right. So for those of you who are tuning in right now, I give you this moment to drop in the comments questions. If you found this information helpful, please press one. Uh, press two if you share this video. I have to do it this way. There's my camera. One, one if you found it helpful. Two if you share the video. Right. Um, let's see. That's about it. I wanted to keep today's episode short, sweet, simple. Like I said, I'm coming on early today is because I will be at a meeting that's going to take me away from the office later on. And I won't come on later on tonight as I normally do. And listen, if you haven't had a chance to join as a loyal supporter, I invite you to do so because we have our monthly webinars coming up. Oh, gosh bug me that I don't have my phone with me because then I could just kind of read off the schedule. But we have definitely some exciting things coming up that I definitely recommend that you should tune in. Come on. In. So, all right. With that being said, I will catch you guys on the flip side. And more importantly, make sure you are subscribed. All right. All right. Have a fantastic, productive week. We'll see you next week for another information packed episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. Bye.